Hello, everybody, and welcome into episode number 216 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading both Psalm 25 and 26 today, and our focus is on the blessings and the benefits of fear. So every day we go through the Word of God chapter by chapter, Five days a week, we're in the New Testament. Twice a week, including today, we're in the Old Testament. Specifically, for the rest of the year, we're going to be going through the Psalms and the Proverbs. Our goal is to encourage you in daily Bible reading, daily Bible listening, daily Bible obeying. And we do it by reading through a chapter or two a day and discussing some of the important things in that chapter. I want to remind you of our webpage, Bible2021.com. That is the best place to subscribe to the show, to contact us with a question or a comment, and to check out show notes for the every episode we do. Now, you've probably heard me say this before if you've been listening for a while. Revelation chapter 21, verses 3 and 4 is one of my very favorite Bible passages, and uh, that's probably because it's one of the single most comforting and hope-filled truths in the entire Bible. And to remind you, it says, I heard a loud voice from the throne, look, God's dwelling is with humanity and he will live with them. They will be his peoples and God himself will be with them and will be their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. Grief, crying, and pain will be no more because the previous things have passed away. Now, I was walking last week, and for whatever reason, I was thinking about that verse and had an interesting thought about that passage. According to that promise we just read, there's not going to be any more grief or crying or pain or death. What a joy. But will there be fear in heaven? And I think in a very real sense, there will be an abundance of fear in heaven. Not fear of humans, of course, or fear of rejection or pain or death or loneliness or werewolves or snakes or sharks, which is one of my fears, but fear of God. We know that, at least for now, there is fear in heaven from passages like Revelation chapter 19, verse 5, which says, praise our God, all his servants and the ones who fear him both small and great. And if you read through Revelation and other passages on heaven, you're going to find that fear is in heaven right now. I suspect we will walk in the fear of God for eternity. So even though we think of fear as a negative emotion, and probably in most cases it is, it is also a good thing and a proper response to the majesty and glory of God. And in today's psalm, we're going to see a multitude of benefits for the person who fears the Lord. So in Psalm 25 verses 12 through 14 says, who is the person who fears the Lord? He will show him the way he should choose. He will live a good life and his descendants will inherit the land. The secret counsel of the Lord is for those who fear him and he reveals his covenant to them. And I count at least five different benefits and blessings of fearing the Lord in those three short verses. Number one, God will guide the God-fearer to make right choices. Number two, God will give the God-fearer a good life. Number three, God will cause the descendants of the God-fearer to inherit land. Number four, God will reveal his secret counsel to the God-fearer. Hmm, I wonder what that means. Number five, God will reveal the depths of his covenant to the God-fearer. And look, those are five remarkable blessings. And it's a great reminder to us uh, that of that great truth we find in Proverbs 9.10, which says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Well, let's read our Psalms, both of them, and then we're going to discuss... 
the fear of God a little bit more. Psalm chapter 25, verse 1, Psalm of David. Lord, I appeal to you. My God, I trust in you. Do not let me be disgraced. Do not let my enemies gloat over me. No one who waits for you will be disgraced. Those who act treacherously without cause will be disgraced. Make your ways known to me, Lord. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. I wait for you all day long. Remember, Lord, your compassion and your faithful love, for they have existed from antiquity. Do not remember the sins of my youth or my acts of rebellion. In keeping with your faithful love, remember me because of your goodness, Lord. The Lord is good and upright, therefore he shows sinners the way. He leads the humble in what is right and teaches them his way. All the Lord's ways show faithful love and truth to those who keep his covenant and decrees. Lord, for the sake of your name, forgive my iniquity, for it is immense. Who is this person who fears the Lord? He will show him the way he should choose. He will live a good life, and his descendants will inherit the land. The secret counsel of the Lord is for those who fear him, and he reveals his covenant to them. My eyes are always on the Lord, for he will pull my feet out of the net. Turn to me and be gracious to me, for I am alone and afflicted. The distresses of my heart increase. Bring me out of my sufferings. Consider my affliction and trouble and forgive all my sins. Consider my enemies. They are numerous and they hate me violently. Guard me and rescue me. Do not let me be disgraced for I take refuge in you. May integrity and what is right watch over me for I wait for you. God redeem Israel from all its distresses. Psalm 26 verse 1, a Psalm of David. Vindicate me, Lord, because I have lived with integrity and have trusted in the Lord without wavering. Test me, Lord, and try me. Examine my heart and mind, for your faithful love guides me, and I live by your truth. I do not sit with the worthless or associate with hypocrites. I hate a crowd of evildoers and do not sit with the wicked. I wash my hands in innocence and go around your altar, Lord, raising my voice in thanksgiving and telling of your wondrous works. Lord, I love the house where you dwell, the place where your glory resides. Do not destroy me along with sinners or my life along with men of bloodshed, in whose hands are evil schemes and whose right hands are filled with bribes. But I live with integrity. Redeem me and be gracious to me. My foot stands on level ground. I will bless the Lord in the assemblies. So what does it mean there that God will reveal his secret counsels and the depths of his covenant to those who fear him? Well, here's Charles Spurgeon talking about the relationship between Jesus and his mother Mary and this passage to help us see the beauty of the promise that we would know the secrets of God. Spurgeon says, It is fondly imagined by some that it must have involved very special privilege to have been the mother of our Lord because they suppose that she had the benefit of looking into his very heart in a way in which we cannot hope to do. Now, there may be an appearance of plausibility in this idea, but not much. We do not know that Mary knew more than other people. What she did know, she did well to lay up in her heart, but she does not appear from anything we read in the the Bible to have been a better instructed believer than any of Christ's other disciples. All that she knew, we also may discover. Do you wonder that we should say that? Here's a text to prove it. The secret of the Lord is with them that fear him, and he will show them his covenant. Remember also the master's words. Henceforth I call you not servants, for the servant does not know what his Lord does, but I have called you friends. 
For all things that I have heard of my Father, I've made known to you. So blessedly does this divine revealer of secrets tell us his heart that he keeps back nothing which is profitable to us. His own assurance is, if it were not so, I would have told you. Does he not this day manifest himself into us as he does not into the world? It is so. And therefore, we will not ignorantly cry out, Blessed is the womb that bore thee, but we will intelligently bless God that having heard the word and kept it, we have, first of all, as a as true a communion with the Savior as the Virgin Mary had, and in the second place, as true an acquaintance with the secrets of his heart as she can be supposed to have obtained. We are happy souls to be this privileged. Amen. Well, we close with our Bible verses for the month of August, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 6, which says, Love is patient, love is kind. Love does not envy, is not boastful, is not arrogant, is not rude, is not self-seeking, is not irritable, and does not keep a record of wrongs. Love finds no joy in unrighteousness, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Amen. Well, good day to you, friends, and Godspeed.